and welcome to ERP Radio, your recovery resource. My name is Jennifer Stewart and joining me is my co-host, Ben Emerling. For those of you that do not know who we are, Elite Rehab Placement is a non-cost drug and alcohol rehab assistance provider. Our mission is to help you or your loved one find the right addiction treatment center for your specific needs. We work with the top centers across the country. Our goal for this podcast show is to discuss different topics regarding substance abuse. We want to provide education and inspiration as a resource for you or your loved one suffering from addiction. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, the great thing about ERP is we have counselors 24-7 to answer any of your questions. They do all the legwork for our clients. They go over the insurance coverage. They find the right treatment center. They even make travel arrangements. We do everything to make life easier for those suffering from addiction. So if you or a loved one is suffering from addiction, please call 844-548-3407 and speak to one of our counselors. If you would like more information, visit our website at www.eliterehabplacement.com or like us on our Facebook page where you can read different articles about addiction. Today's topic is what's the truth about rehab? I will be interviewing my co-host, Ben Emerling. Hi, Ben. Hi, Jen. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. It's a great topic. It's Alcohol Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. A lot of people around this time decide that they might need to make a, a life change and to check themselves into rehab for alcohol. So pleased to give you my experience on my rehab. So. Good. Good. You're the best person to interview because I know you've been to rehab a few times. So let's jump right into it. I know that there are steps of inpatient rehab that involve the the intake, the detox, and the rehab itself. Did you participate in, in all these steps, and what did they involve? I detoxed in a psych ward, so I didn't I didn't detox through the rehab. And when I got there, I was already fully detoxed from from the drugs. But I would witness people detox, and that looked very painful, the way they experienced it, and it was painful for me too. So the intake process, my first day, I basically told them everything about my addiction, about my life, about my family, everything they needed to know to get me the right treatment plan. And it was interesting, they gave me a some type of test, it was a psychological test, I have no idea what it was, and I just couldn't do it, just for the life of me. I just couldn't answer these questions, I couldn't have an attention span because I screwed up my brain so bad through addiction and alcoholism, so the first day intake was a nightmare, and then from that, from then on, once I had a treatment plan in, in place, it, it went a lot smoother day by day. And you know, by the last day there, I was almost a completely different person. That wow. that was basically it. And from the intake process, moved into group therapy, and then once my vitals were clear, because that's like people don't realize that, but my body was, my liver was screwed up, my everything in my my brain, my body, I was weak. I couldn't do normal activities. So yeah. until my vitals were cleared and my blood work was good and my kidneys were fine and my heart was beating normally then I was sure. able to exercise sure. so so then after that then it was like exercise and I had a normal schedule after that with therapy individualized therapy and everything so how long did you stay in rehab so the first inpatient center I went to it was 30-day program okay. and I initially thought my what my parents told me was you're going to a 30-day rehab center and then you know we'll figure it out from there so sure. I just assumed I was coming home yeah and then from right. there they were like no you have to do something after you can't come here you're not ready you can't come back home so i went to another program in florida they said it was a three-month program so i was like okay the three months whatever i actually ended up staying there for eight months it's just depending it's on the good. person i wasn't i wasn't yeah. ready to come home you know i'm not going to complain and it's about good it that you knew that 
and you, you, there was truth to you, that you weren't ready, you needed more guidance, more help. The first rehab I went to that was an inpatient center was a, a young adult rehab center. And even though it wasn't all men, it was co-ed, it, sure. was, it was separated. So, so there, was, there was girls on one side of the program, like completely different housing, and guys on the other side. And we all, only guys did rehab and only girls did rehab together. And I actually got a funny story for you. Yeah, share I, it. <laughs> it's it's kind of rehab related. It's kind of not, but I went to a really strict place. You know, when you're getting out off drugs and stuff, you, you find more interest in, in other things like women and stuff. So right. our lunch was together. It was the only thing that was together. And I had this girl in my eye, and I thought it was really cute. And I decided on, we couldn't talk. We talk, we get in trouble. So I decided on giving her like a little wink. Uh-huh. And I ended up getting in a lot of trouble <laughs> to the point where they were like, if this happens again, you know, we're going to have to think about getting rid of you. During rehab, did you participate in any leisure activities? First one, the leisure activities were simple things, bowling, uh, movies. We went to a comedy show. I remember that being really oh, funny. Nice. So, so they try to show us things that we can do and have fun and laugh. In, you know in sobriety and then the second one I went was in a warmer climate and we were able to spend a day at the beach or walk around plaza or go to a botanical gardens and you know that was all very important stuff for me did they arrange any aftercare for you just so you wouldn't relapse at any point the first inpatient the 30-day program I was talking about in the beginning they set up an aftercare program for me to go to another rehab basically and that rehab was extended amount of time almost I think it was almost eight months from then from that rehab center they implemented a, another aftercare program that had to do with me living at home alcoholics anonymous meetings or nar narcotics <laughs> anonymous meetings was very emphasized for that they also made sure that I stayed sober had my parents keep an eye on me and basic stuff like that as you know we serve a great purpose with people who are suffering from addiction we send them to treatment centers all over the country do you have any good advice about rehab make sure that the rehab you go to isn't one of those ones you hear about on tv that just wants your money mm -hmm. so you want to make good sure point. that you want to make sure that you get a program that gives you suitable treatment for your addiction. Mm -hmm. Take it seriously, because I, I joked around a lot in rehab and I didn't take it seriously and I didn't realize that people there were fighting for their lives and That's I was right. too. And it's a very important aspect of many addicts recovery. Mm -hmm. And I know it was for me, once I started taking it seriously, I was like, they're actually teaching me good things that I can take with me for the rest of my life. And I congratulate you because we're going on six years this month of living in sobriety. So congrats to you. On April 21st, I will have six years of continuous, uninterrupted sobriety, and <laughs> you know my life has been ever adapting for the better, so I'm really yeah. happy that it all started off in a treatment center that I can thank for the rest of my life. So That's right. That's right, and you're, you're definitely an inspiration to others. We thank you for listening in, and join us next week. Thanks.